Greetings and welcome to episode 19 of the Harmonious Living Podcast with your host, Nayama. Today I am so excited to be joined by Jolena Stewart. Jolena is a mom, entrepreneur, and owner of LEN, which stands for Love Energy Nature, a high quality bath and body products line. Jolena developed a passion for making her own products after experiencing her own health challenges and later those of her child, and her creativity was sparked. I can't wait for you to hear from Jolena. Stay tuned. This episode of the Harmonious Living Podcast is sponsored by Harmonic Soul Wellness. There's no time like the present to improve your health. Start the new year off right by joining the 90 Days to Wellness plant-based eating program. You can find us on the web at HarmonicSoulWellness.com or contact us at 619-752-0462. Greetings and welcome to episode 19 of the Harmonious Living Podcast with your host, Niamma. And I'm so glad that you've joined us today. And I'm super excited to introduce to you all my next guest today, um, the wonderful Jolena Stewart, owner of Love Energy Nature. So welcome, Jolena. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. So Jolena, tell our listeners where you're from and um, how you began your wellness journey. Okay, um, I was born and raised in New York City. Um, so I am a real city girl. <laughs> <laughs> and um, my parents are actually from Trinidad and um, they did their best to um, introduce me to a holistic lifestyle, but it was very difficult to maintain that with the city lifestyle. Um, when your mother is cooking these huge meals from scratch at home, but you have McDonald's down the street, like, you don't know any better. You just want the thing that's on TV. Um, so I want to say that's really where I got my, my start in like all natural living and all natural lifestyle with my parents. They grew up knowing, not believing, but knowing that a bush cures everything. And you can literally, like they used to say that literally there's a bush for everything. Um, I remember one time in particular, I, I caught the flu and, um, I called my dad and I asked him to bring me something and he came with, oh God, I don't even know, <laughs> I don't even know what it was. It was like this rum bottle with like some leaves in it. And he was just like drinking. I was no, <laughs> I drank it. And I want to say within 24 hours, I was, it was just gone. Mm -hmm. Never in my life have I ever um, rebounded so fast from anything. And I think that was one of my first, um, moments when I realized kind of the power of nature mm -hmm. you know we we have all of these commercials and things that make us think that you know certain brands and certain things are the only option when it when you get sick um 
then my parents kind of introduced me to the idea that that's not true. So mm -hmm. that's, that's where I got my start. That's such a beautiful thing. And I, I wholeheartedly subscribe to that idea of look to nature first, you yeah. know, and um, I was just having a conversation the other day about how we're so bombarded. As a matter of fact, I was talking to my sister about, you know, we, we are in a time now where the pharmaceutical companies, you know, are telling you on TV, ask your doctor about this mm -hmm. thing, ask your doctor about that, you know, and, um, you know, it wasn't like that before growing up, you know, so yeah, very interesting. I think it's super interesting um, just because we have this culture that glorifies the instant gratification. And, you know, when you think about issues that you have, you want the quickest fix. And you, mm -hmm. most of the time you do that disregarding the side effects. And the, <laughs> the beauty about nature is nine times out of 10, there are no side effects. You just have to give it the time to heal you. It's not some biochemical band-aid that's gonna mask the issue. Mm -hmm. And then it's just wreaking havoc in your body, but you wouldn't know it because you've got some painkiller or something suppressing some system that's important for a reason. You know, the nature is going to get in there and work from the ground up and fix the issue. Mm -hmm. And it, it just takes time. And we've just been trained not to trust the time and trust the process. So it's, it's been a learning process for me too, because like I said, my parents had this whole idea or knowledge that I rejected because I, I grew up with TV and, you know, the media just telling me this is not it, you know, come, come to the dark side, and <laughs> do it quickly, do it easily, do it, you know, for, for within five minutes, your headache is gone. And, you know, I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do that. And then I realized, okay, well, I might not have a headache anymore, but I have a stomach ache <laughs> and I have a new rash and I have all these new things, yeah. you know, where if I just would have taken the time to, to figure out what the real issue was, get to the root of it, I wouldn't have had the problem. Oh my God. <laughs> you are talking my language right now because <laughs> That's it. And it's like, you know, getting back to the whole thing with the commercials, the side effects, you know, they, they go by them so fast that you barely have a chance to hear all of the damage that can be done to you, you know, and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> they do that on purpose. They're like, Oh, let's make, we have to throw this out, out because it's, you know, liability. We have mm -hmm. these legal reasons why we have to say it but let's make it as quick and painless as possible so that they really have to focus and pay attention, which if you realize most people are not, mm -hmm. they're not paying attention to the commercials and the side effects and those things. They just hear relief. They hear satisfaction. They hear positive change and they're not listening for the side effects, you know, especially when it's hard to hear and hard to listen to. They mm -hmm. just let it go by and they're like, this is the solution I've been waiting for. So, and, and yeah, and sometimes we, you know, because it is a human desire for healing to feel well and stuff like that. And so, you know, it's a, it's a natural thing that you want to get relief as quickly as possible, you know, like, right, who chooses, who, who wants to suffer um, or be in pain or, you know, be uncomfortable for a length of time. But that's, you know, that's, like you said, getting back to the idea of getting to the root and then giving things time to work on our systems and, and to yeah. get back to that 
natural state of harmony, which our body has the ability to do anyway. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Love it. So what prompted you to start making body care products? Um, so my brother and I, we both have had eczema our entire lives. And um, my brother had it way more severe. I, I've always had like moderate to mild eczema. Um, his, his was always severe. Um, so I think just growing up alongside him, I never really gave my own issues much attention because I saw him and I was like, oh, well, it would always be worse. And um, then other things, I just never really paid too much attention. I just did what I was told. And, you know, when the doctor gave me steroids and told me it wasn't intended for long-term use, but 30 years later, I'm still using it. I was, <laughs> I was just like, well, okay, I'm doing, I'm doing what you're telling me I'm doing, you know? Um, and I just, I stopped paying attention to myself and my body. And I just completely gave over all of my trust to my doctors. Mm. And I trusted that they would figure it out and they would fix it. And um, they would give me whatever resources that I needed in order for me to feel better and be better. Um, and the major shift happened when I had my uh, first daughter. And honestly, within like six weeks of her, uh, of her birth, she started presenting with eczema. Mm. And I had this moment where one, I was just completely torn apart because I was like, I can't, you know, she, she can't even roll over, but she's old enough to scratch. Like it was the craziest thing. I had just never imagined seeing a baby that small scratch, mm -hmm. like repeatedly like scratch her skin. And it, it just, it broke my heart because one, I blamed myself. <laughs> I was just like, I did it to her. I, whatever's broken in me, I passed on to her. Um, but my next thing was just like, absolute anger and defiance <laughs> I was just like absolutely not I will not do this I will not just sit here and let her go down the same route because you know 30 years later I'm still having not even the same issues more issues than before um and especially I noticed that after I had her during my pregnancy and after my skin got so much worse um and I just I didn't want the same thing for her I didn't want her to just blindly trust someone else when they give you these lies and promises and all these things that don't end up amounting to anything. Um, and I, I just, I kind of started from there and I just started researching and, you know, doing my best to figure out the next best step. Um, and one thing that I, I always knew was that, um, eczema, I think it's something along the lines of eczema, asthma, and allergies, they all run in the same gene. Mm. So it's this trifecta that usually if you have one, you have the others. So I've had my bouts with um, asthma and I've had, I have so many allergies and my daughter has so many allergies. And that was one thing that I figured like, okay, one way that we can cut down some of these breakouts, some of these reactions is just to target these allergens that we're constantly coming in contact with. Um, so I really got proactive. I started cutting things out of our diet. I started, and after I started cutting things out of our diet, I realized, you know, it was, it was a light bulb moment. Like <laughs> we consume more than just we eat. And 
I started looking at our skincare products, our shampoos, our lotions, all of my, you know, I am a black girl. <laughs> natural hair. I have all types of hair care products. You know, I, there are like 50 different things I can use in a week on this one head. So I started looking at these ingredients, you know, and I didn't recognize anything. I didn't know what anything was. I didn't know if it was real or fake. Is this a scientific name for something? Is this made up in a lab? Like, what is it? Um, and I literally just threw everything out because my daughter, she has like every single major allergy. Like she's allergic to wheat. She's allergic to fish, eggs, nuts, like all the things. Wow. And when I was looking at these things because I couldn't identify it, I didn't know what the, the source was. I'm like, what, what is this? Is this some derivative of wheat? Is this some derivative of something else? Is this, does this come from fish? Like, well, I didn't know. So I just, I, I got rid of it all. And I started, um, just making my own stuff. I thought that I had a bunch of um, online sources that said olive oil. Olive oil is the case. I just started slathering olive oil all over us. <laughs> that didn't work. Mm. <laughs> Our skin was so dry. It was too light, too thin. I, and I just started mixing and, and making my own concoctions and going to the grocery store and thinking, okay, I can throw this in there and I can put that in there. And, you know, it just kind of evolved from there. Um, and before I knew it, I I had all, all these different things, all these creams and lotions. And um, then I, I jumped into soap, but that took me a little while. I was a little bit nervous, but that became like my real passion. I love making soap mm -hmm. um, and just the, the different ingredients. Like you can just put almost anything in soap. <laughs> so I was like, I've got a leftover banana. Let me throw this in there. I've got a leftover this. And I just started throwing all types of stuff into it. And I was having fun and I wasn't really paying attention. So I kind of found a passion. And then before long, I just realized like, oh my God, her skin looks so good. <laughs> oh mm. my God, my skin looks so good. Oh my God, I'm glowing. Oh my God, I'm getting compliments. And I never used to get compliments on my skin. My skin was the last thing. You know, it was more like, ooh, what's going on there? <laughs> wow. You know, it was always one of those things where, you know, people looked at me with pity, you know? Mm. And then next thing you know, people at my job were like, well, what are you using on your skin? It looks so different. It looks so good. And I'm like, well, girl, let me tell you. <laughs> Okay, you want to try it? Um, so it it just kind of evolved on its own. And um, and like I said before, it just I gave my body the time to make these changes. It wasn't on purpose. If I had been paying attention, I might have gotten frustrated mm. because I wanted immediate action. I wanted immediate changes. And I didn't, I wasn't trying to make a, a treatment. I was trying to avoid something that was going to aggravate our skin more. And I kind of found some blend of the two. So um, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what, what happened. Wow. That's, you said so much. And um, <laughs> I can, first of all, let me tell y'all, cause I'm sitting here looking at her, her skin is gorgeous and it is glowing. So I can attest to the fact that, um, that what she's using is working. Um, but you also hit on something so important, which is our skincare products. And we, we tend to think when it comes to, um, taking care of ourselves that 
what we eat, which definitely is a very, very important part of it. We think of that first when it comes to, you know, eliminating things or what have you. But what we don't realize is that just like we need to read food labels, we also need to read the product labels on the products that we use on our skin, yeah. in our mouth, you know, um, because the skin is the largest organ and it does absorb. So just like we're ingesting through our mouth, we're ingesting through our skin and those things yeah. get into our bloodstream. And so, you know, these are things that we've probably been using for years and years and didn't even think about it, you know, used to a certain brand or what have you, um, you know, you see ads for things and they're advertised and you think, oh, you know, if I use this product, I'll look like that. And it's like, we don't even know that we're, yeah. you know, potentially uh, contributing to um, some of the issues that we might be having. So, wow. Amazing. Yeah, that's one of the things that kind of was another light bulb moment for me when I realized that um, we we talk about our organs, right? And like, this is about heart health and this is about liver health and you can't do this. And we don't talk about our skin health. And like you said, the skin is the largest organ. Mm -hmm. It is so important to your overall health. We don't even think about, it is that barrier there are so many things that go out and come in through our skin and we really need to do our best to maintain the integrity of it because all of the things that that need to come out like if if we if you know if you drink too much right mm -hmm. that is one of your last ways of detoxing it'll come out through your pores it'll come out yeah. through your skin you know what i mean there are so many different important things that your your skin is used for mm -hmm. you have to maintain it you know like we just we just neglect it and ignore it and I feel like we don't really get to the bottom of organ health in general you yeah. think about you don't think about brain health either most of the time yeah there are so many things that we need to do to maintain our brain health and you, you gotta think the brain is literally the thing that lets us talk that lets us do everything yeah. why aren't we paying more attention to the health of our organs that allow us to, to lead these lives that we want to lead, exactly. you know? And, and so I'm just trying to pour in to skin, you know, into my skin and anyone else who uses my product, I am pouring my love and my good intentions and my energy, you know, nature's gifts and components and all those parts, putting it together and just trying to give you a moment of self-care, yes. you know, because that it was a, like I said, it wasn't intentional, but making these products, it was like my journey into self-care. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, especially after I became a mom. I mean, before I was a mom, I was working two jobs in the city and it was always just hectic and crazy. I have a big family and um, I had to, I had friends who were asking me because I was doing all this research, asking me what to do with this and what to do with that and how to treat this and how to treat that. And I really started making different things and experimenting and I had to, to use them so that I can give them with confidence. And so I couldn't remember the last time I sat down and took a bath until I started making bath salts. 
And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> oh my God, this is okay. This is relaxation. Oh, that's what that is. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It, like really just paying attention to my body, lotioning my skin down from head to toe and just giving myself that time to love my skin, you know, giving myself that time. It, it was really, like I said, my first major steps into and towards self-care. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want that to be everyone else's experience too. Like I have friends who say, um, one of my girlfriends, she just bought some body butter for me. And she was telling me, I can't remember the last time I lotioned down, but I love the way this feels. So I'm lotioning down every chance <laughs> every I get. I'm just <laughs> and it's so funny to me because you know it it gives you that moment, you and en- you're enjoying it, you know, and that was another thing my dad said, because he was one of my first customers. <laughs> He's really the reason I'm in business, but um, I gave him soap and he said, I can't remember the last time I spent that much time in the shower. Wow. He was just, enjo- you know, he was enjoying it. He was enjoying it. He liked the way it felt. He liked the lather. He liked the way his skin felt. And he said, before he knew it, he was in there like 30 minutes, and he's not, like five minute showers. And I'm like, <laughs> Well, that's great. That's what I want to hear. Well, I didn't intend to hear that, but I loved hearing that. You know, yeah. it, it's, it's that enjoyment that I put into it that I feel like people are getting back energetically and they're enjoying it. And it's giving them that moment to themselves, for themselves, to love themselves, to love their bodies, to love their skin, pour into themselves instead of putting these chemicals that your body can't recognize. Mm-hmm. Their bodies respond because it's like, oh, I know what that is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can process that. I can take that in. I can, oh, this is nourishment. Oh, this is food. Oh, you know, and it's it's such a beautiful experience to, to have and to share and to, to give as a gift. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really just lit me up as a person. So I can tell, and I <laughs> and I'm I'm feeding off of that. You know, I mean, it's beautiful. You know that you are so passionate about your products, and and for uh, those listening, um, and we'll talk about it after the break. Um, but you know, Jolena made this beautiful. Um, custom order for me of a body butter and um i just love it so and and speaking of needing something that's you know not too thin like this product it stays and it really really moisturizes so we'll take a break and when we come back we'll talk a little bit more about your business side you know how that kicked off and then also some of the um, products and the ingredients that you use in your products so stay tuned everybody And welcome back. So before the break, um, Jolene and I were talking about how um, she infuses positive and loving energy into the products that she makes and how, you know, it really um, becomes a form of self-care and self-love as you're using these wonderful products on your skin and, and your skin is just loving it. And um, we talked about how your dad really enjoyed the soap and that also some of your coworkers um, were, you know, noticing um, your skin improving and all that. So how did you then go from, you know, sharing with friends and coworkers and family to then saying, you know what, I can make a business out of this? Um, It was my dad. 
Mm-hmm. It was my dad, a hundred percent. Like I said, I had noticed all these positive changes in my skin, but the truth is I stumbled into this passion. I loved it so much. I was making so much <laughs> and I just didn't have the capacity to hold all that I, I was making, but I didn't want to stop. Mm-hmm. Um, and it didn't even occur to me that it was or could be a business. Um, I had like looked online and joined some soap making forums and things and they kept talking about selling. And I was like, selling, I don't wanna sell. I don't wanna, why does it keep popping up? And I was just <laughs> ignoring all the signs. And um, I literally, did, like I said, didn't have any more space for it. So I called my dad and I was like, listen, come take some of the soap off my hands. I have like, 50 bars curing. I have like 50 bars. I just need to get rid of some of it. I need some space. I'm still having fun. I'm still, I'm not stopping. Just come get this soap. And I gave him, I remember I have like this, this paper shopping bag and I filled it up and I literally, there were just naked bars of soap. I just threw everything in there and gave it to him. Like he just stopped by, didn't even come inside, literally ran downstairs, handed it to him. He went back to the car. That was it. It might've been like two days later. He was like, Jojo, I need more soap. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) What do you mean? And he was like, it's a hit. You got a business. Go, girl. And I was like, what are you talking about? He said, I loved it. This was when he told me about that long shower that he took. He said, it's incredible. I love it. And I tried it and I gave some to my cousin, I gave some to my friend, I gave some, and he just started sharing it to people and they loved it. And they asked him for more and he said, well, I don't have any more. So that's when he called me and told, and I was so dumbfounded, like, (laughs) what? No, that was, no, that's not what I'm doing. I'm not this, no, I just have too much. And he was like, no, you have to sell this. and I was just like okay I don't I don't even know how and he he literally in that one conversation walked me through it I was like well if you want you can come pick up some more and he was like no you need packaging I need labels I need to know what what it is what the name of it is so that people can when they get it from me they want to order it again they want to call you whatever they know what to call it they know what's in it and I was like uh okay (laughs) (laughs) I can do that uh yeah yeah I can do that um, so that's really like where it started. I, it was my dad. He saw it. He felt it. We were just, you know, playing. I was playing. I was enjoying myself. And my dad was like, nope, ka-ching. <laughs> like, All right, let's, let's try it. And I remember I booked my first, um, I think it was a craft fair, my first event. And I was like, okay, well, I did everything. I made a bunch of stuff. I labeled it. It's all packaged up and ready to go. I'll see how this one day goes. And, you know, we'll take it from there. My dad was like, no, no. Monday has no bearing on Tuesday. I don't care how you do. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. He was like, no, you keep going. You keep trying. I don't care if you do well or you don't do well. You keep, you have a good product. You have something that's going to help people that's been helping you. You have a duty to share it. Wow. Right? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Wow. Again, I was just like, all right, well, Monday has no bearing on Tuesday. Let's go do this. And that's just kind of how I've been 
ever since. And I remember my first, I don't know if it was a successful. Oh, right. I, yes, I do remember. It was like my first really successful sales event. And I was just so excited and so proud. And I was talking to my fiance about it. And he was like, oh, girl, I'm so glad it finally happened. I was really getting frustrated. I was like, you what? Not what? (laughs) (laughs) And he was just like, yeah. And I said, well, you didn't, you didn't tell me that. And he was like, yeah, well, I wasn't going to, but yeah, I, I, I know the value of your product. And I just didn't understand why it wasn't an immediate success, like why it wasn't just taking off right away. I'm proud of you for sticking with it. And I just, it reminded me of my father saying, Monday has no bearing on Tuesday. And I was just like, you know, this is so true. I, I had to put that work and that energy into it. And I had to allow things to happen on its own. And in that process, I grew and changed so much. My packaging changed so much. And I really like started to define my brand you know Mm -hmm. I realized that I didn't really want to have to do plastic I want to stay with things that you can reuse things that were not going to damage the the earth you know Mm -hmm. things that um that were sustainable eco-friendly all these little things they came to me after one event after two events that you know they it was just pieces of the puzzle that started to fall into place so um yeah, if, if anyone else out there is an entrepreneur and listening, just remember, Monday has no bearing on Tuesday. You just keep trying, keep doing it. It's an investment and it doesn't always happen immediately. Mm-hmm. If you're lucky, great. But if not, then just have faith in your yourself, you know, and just keep pushing and keep going because you have to be the proof in the pudding. <laughs> you know, like you have to be the one to know this is worth buying, this is worth fighting for, this is worth doing. Mm-hmm. And everyone else will just fall in line. So, so perfect. <laughs> so perfect. <laughs> oh, I love that quote. Monday has no bearing on Tuesday. Oh man, that is so, so succinct and to the point. And it just, yeah, like trust you know, Mm -hmm. trust the universe. And especially you're being led to this place, you know, you, you're being shown all these signposts to say, yes, keep going this way, keep going this way, you know, and it, and it's all a lesson and it's all growth, you know, whether nobody buys or whether, you know, you sell out. So (laughs) such a beautiful thing. And there's definitely, you know, growth and, you know, you definitely learn things about yourself and, you know, so I just love all the lessons that you picked up along the way. So what are some of the most popular um, scents that you sell? And also like, what, where do you get your materials for your products? Okay. So I'm going to start with the materials that I was just talking to a girlfriend about this. I think for me, that is one of the most important things that I don't usually get to talk about, but I'm so passionate about, and it's so important to me is, is, um, ingredient sourcing. Mm -hmm. So one thing that I discovered when I started like journeying into, um, essential oils is how easy it is to have a a compromised oil. 
And of course, they're not going to put it on the label. They're not going to, but there, it's so important, especially with essential oils. This is the essence mm -hmm. of that plant. This is all of the goodness concentrated into this golden liquid. <laughs> it, is, it is liquid gold. I don't care what color it is. It is liquid gold. It is so precious. It is so powerful it is just amazing right mm -hmm. but imagine if that plant was treated with chemicals you have concentrated chemicals inside of your liquid gold mm -hmm. which can cause all different types of reactions and and things within your body that you wouldn't even be aware of so when I realized that and I realized how important it was to source my essential oils with companies that cared about how it was grown and cared about the processes they used to extract these oils. I started thinking about that with everything. I'm like, okay, well, huh, where does this olive oil come from? And where does this coconut oil come from? You know, all these things that I use and it just became so important to me to make sure that the integrity of my product was maintained from seed to jar or bar or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I want to say it's probably like 75 to like 90% of my suppliers have actually met in person. I make sure that I know like what they're about, why they're about it, what they do, what, how, what measures they have in place to ensure the, the quality of their product. I just want to know, do you care like I care? Right. You know? Right. <laughs> I need to know this story. And I've learned so much just by asking those questions and by meeting these people who are like equally as passionate about, um, about their product as I am about my product. And I'm like, I like that energy. I'm going to keep that. <laughs> I'm going to keep that. I'm going to put that into my product. You know, like for example, there's this company that I source my um, shea butter from. They're called Baraka Shea Butter. And they this they're this beautiful couple the husband and wife and the wife is originally from ghana and she's from a a, a town where they make the shea butter mm. and they literally built this company around that they import it from ghana and they bring and it's it's like they show videos of these women just making it and it's all hand processed and it's not this chemical machine where things are extracted and these women make it you know there's no crazy process involved it's it's knowledge passed down from generation and it's just hand rolled shea butter it's mm. insane and it's the highest quality i've ever used by itself it is a lotion it is amazing i love it it's, it's just got the creamiest smoothest most luxurious texture ever i just it's it's insane this thing that <laughs> you can use it by itself for everything it does wonders to my hair it does it just i love it <laughs> i yeah. can't praise it enough and these are the kind of products that I, or, or ingredients that I use in my products, things that I can stand by. You know, one thing uh, where I can, I like to source food grade because I need to make sure that there's no adulterations to it. If I can eat it, then I can put it on my skin. You know, there are some oils that you can't eat. So, you know, there is no food grade available, but where I can, I'm like, I want this to be the cleanest, the, but I don't care if it's extra. I, this is my skin health. My skin is delicate. It mm -hmm. is, <laughs> my skin is 
very delicate. I need to make sure that I'm given it every opportunity to thrive. Absolutely. You know, and I think about, and I have little ones, you know, I need to make sure that whatever I'm making, my littlest to my dad, my auntie, my grandmother, everybody in my whole line of people can use it. Mm -hmm. So um, that that's how I feel about, <laughs> about ingredient sourcing and making sure that I'm creating the best product possible because I don't think I can just compile any old ingredients and create something that's holistic. Yeah. That's, that's not, that's not that's gonna happen. That's so beautiful. Um, that personal connection to how the the products are sourced and having that, you know, that you can picture an individual, you know, that like you said, you know, you see the women processing and putting their energy into it. That is so different than getting something from a factory, you know, yeah. that's so yeah. impersonal and, you know, getting back again to the importance of our skin it's like our skin isn't just, you know, this thing that adorns our, our skeleton that, you know, makes us look pretty. It's like, it is functional, you know, and it's a living thing and it's turning over and, you know, all of that. And so it's, it's so important. Yeah. It's, so I important. really, I, that's, it's so funny because, you know, one of my girlfriends and I were talking the other day and she was talking about, she loves, she's actually the reason why I came out with my last line. Um, but she was asking me about rose water. She was like, I, I really, I, I used to get this rose water toner and it was working at first. And I tried to, um, cause it was a handcrafted rose water. One of our good friends who moved away used to make her a rose water toner. And um, so she, she didn't have access to it anymore. So she started buying different ones from the store and she's like, I don't know why it's not working for me. It used to be great. And then I turned it, turned it over and looked at the ingredients and I saw there's alcohol and all these other mystery ingredients in there. And she was like, why am I, I'm not, I don't put alcohol on my face. Like, why is this? And then I started to realize that I had this whole conversation with her, you know, product, so you have to look at the ingredients and you have to know that these people care about your skin and not just their bottom line, because mm -hmm. they will put all types of fillers, all types of unnecessary things in there just to make a cheaper product so that they can beef up their profits. And um, so I made this whole rose water line of products and, um, and she was <laughs> it's just, it's so crazy to me that we are not taught to look at these ingredients. And if it weren't for my vast number of allergies in my household, I wouldn't be looking at them either. Mm. You know, it, it's just, it's so important for us to know what we're putting in our bodies. There's a reason why there has to be ingredient labels on our food. Mm -hmm. there, there should be attention paid to the things that we're putting in our bodies, whether it's through our skin or through our mouth. It's just so important. And this is not just skincare and food. I, this is feminine care, like all the things, mm -hmm. all the things. Our oh. body is sucking it all in. It is so important to make sure that we are mindful. Absolutely. <laughs> so mindful and aware because there are all these things that affect us in different ways and we don't realize we don't realize, you know. Absolutely. 
I think this is a, a good place for us to take a break. And um, when we come back, um, I want to definitely revisit the question about some of the most popular scents that you sell. I love rose water and, um, you know, I love products with rose in them and it's definitely, you know, so good for the skin. So we'll definitely talk about that and, um, and more about your business. So stay tuned, everybody. This episode of the Harmonious Living Podcast is sponsored by Harmonic Soul Wellness. There's no time like the present to improve your health. Start the new year off right by joining the 90 Days to Wellness plant-based eating program. You can find us on the web at HarmonicSoulWellness.com or contact us at 619 615- Seven five two zero four six two. And welcome back, everyone. So before the break, and first of all, let me just say this conversation is so rich, and Jolina is just hitting on so many points that just resonate with me. And um, in addition to you know talking about the sourcing of the ingredients and having connections with vendors and knowing that they um, you know source sustainably, she also has um, grown a garden at her home and used some of those um, things that she's grown in some of her products. So uh, why don't you tell us about that? Yes. So I I started growing. Um... I, I mentioned I live in, oh, I don't know if I mentioned, I currently live in Pennsylvania. I relocated this past year and um, coming from the city, I did not have space where I was <laughs> to do anything. I had a couple potted plants and that was it. Um, but the first chance that I got when I moved, I put down a raised bed in my backyard and I um, assembled a tower garden, which is an aeroponic growing tower. And I started growing, um, fruits, vegetables, herbs to eat and to put into my products. I mentioned before that one of the things that I love so much about soap making is the ability to put almost anything in there. Um, so that, that was my inspiration. I said, I really want to infuse my herbs with some of these, um, these plants. I want to throw some fruits in there. I want to, throw, you know, I really got creative. And um, yeah, I, I grew tomatoes and I, I didn't put this for sale because I just wanted to experiment with it, but I made a tomato soap. Um, I did. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah, it was actually a tomato basil soap. <laughs> and I, right. Yeah. <laughs> because the, the thing, um, the thing that inspires me the most is the concept of nutrient density. And I like the fact that I know where these herbs and these plants were grown and how I took care of them and how I spoke to them and the love and the time and the energy that I put into them. And being able to incorporate that nutrient dense food into my skincare because, you know, some of the most powerful oils that we know about for skin health, they are so powerful because of the mineral and vitamin content in them. Mm -hmm. So I said, if I can infuse 
these oils with herbs and then throw in actual fruits and vegetables that have a high level of of uh, vitamins and minerals that are good for our skin, then I am just, this is like skin food. This is medicine for your skin, you know? And if you think about, for example, tomatoes, tomatoes are so good for skin and not just in the way that we eat them, but if we can absorb it through our skin, it's so good. There are so many different properties. There's, it's rich in vitamin C. It's, it's rich in, um, what is that? my gosh, it escapes me, the, the thing. The I'm lycopenes. Lycopene. <laughs> lycopene. Yeah. Um, yes, it's so good for you. And I just wanted to make sure that I was able to incorporate that. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of experimenting that I do as far as food in my soaps to make sure that you're getting that nutrient density. Um, so yeah, that, that, that's one of the things that I did and one of the directions I'm going towards um, with my lines of products and just making sure that I'm literally throwing food in there. <laughs> and I love what you said earlier about, you know, making things that you could eat if you wanted to, you know, you wouldn't necessarily eat it, but that you could eat it because it's that safe, you yes, know, for your clean. skin. Yeah. 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 Love That's that. one thing I, I try to where possible avoid using preservatives um, which means that for a lot of my butters and things like that, I won't use any water because I know it can stand alone on its own. Um, but it's so important to me that you could, if you wanted to, you know, if you know that it's that clean, that your body doesn't need any of those extra things, you know, mm -hmm. just take it at, as pure as possible from table to skin. <laughs> and just, yeah. Yeah. Love it. Table to skin. So <laughs> getting back to the question I had before, um, what are some of the most popular scents that you sell? Or um, if there's not an answer to that, what is like your favorite um, scents that you sell? Okay. Um, one thing I will say is that my citrus scents are usually the most um, popular. They're, they're my favorites. So I probably do them a little bit more often. <laughs> mm -hmm. But um well, actually, as far as scents go, I, to be honest, I want to say unscented is very popular as well, mm -hmm. because I do try my best to market to people with sensitive skin and um, people with allergies. They try to avoid fragrances, even if it's all natural. Um, so a lot of my products that will sell so quickly are the unscented ones. Um, the, the after citrus and unscented, I will say anything like minty, like, well, the peppermint, I made a peppermint. So if that thing, that was gone, <laughs> that was gone so quickly. Um, there is another one. Um, I have a, a rosemary tea tree lemon soap and that one smells very um, menthol. Like there's something about the, the rosemary and the, the tea tree together that's very like, um, refreshing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that one is a favorite as well. And so recently um, you prepared a custom order for me and um, it was so divine. It was lavender and geranium. And so how often do you do custom orders and um, do you find that that often leads to you creating new lines of items based on um, custom orders? 
Um, I, I try to do that as often as possible. It, it honestly just comes out of the need. Um, I, it, it <laughs> for example, I know around the holidays, I had a young woman who wanted um, a specific type of black soap with the specific so I custom ordered that and honestly my friends they have very they're very specific about their wants and needs <laughs> so, um so I'm always making custom orders especially for friends and family but I think it's very difficult to kind of market that you know it's, it's I don't know how to put that on my website <laughs> you know what I mean like mm-hmm. I do accept them but it's not um, unless it's something that you see somewhere, you might not know that you could ask to have something changed or altered. And, and like I said before, because I do market towards people with eczema and sensitive skin, it's so important that you might see something you like, but then you look at it and you're like, oh, I can't use that because that has shea butter and I'm allergic to shea butter. You know, so I try my best to make it um, as easy as possible for people with allergies and any other sensitivities to use my products. Yeah, that's uh, good. So yeah. Not as, not only do I try to you know vary my ingredients, so it's not you know every body butter has the same ingredients. They don't, um, but I also try to make it easy for people to be like, you know, I want that. I just can't have this in there. So, mm-hmm. and I think that's really good and amazing that you're flexible like that because like you said, you know, if it's just one thing, but you know the person would buy it and be a regular customer, you know, if they just are able to just have one ingredient shifted, you know, it can make a big difference in someone's life. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I know for me, like, for example, there's a a brand of like shampoo and conditioner. I love it, but they use aloe as the base and I'm allergic to aloe. So my hair is great, but like everywhere else is torn up. (laughs) if you could just change that one thing, I would never use anything else. And that's just kind of how I feel about my products. I want, I want everybody to be able to use it, you know, especially uh, taking in their, their ingredient concerns into the mix. So, yeah. Wow. So now you mentioned earlier in our conversation about how you, um, you know, would sell your products at, um, events in person. And obviously now that things have flipped upside down um, and we're still dealing with um, COVID and, you know, unfortunately we've just passed, you know, horrendous milestones in terms of the the number of deaths and things. Um, And we've all had to um, shift. How has your business changed since COVID hit and what have you done differently? Um, I have been doing my, I am not really tech savvy. (laughs) I know, I I mean, I might technically be a millennial, but technology is not my thing. I'm not very, um, I don't know, focused on social media. Um, So those are like, it's just been a major pivot for me to go from being at these events where I can have these conversations with people and really just, you know, have that, um, build that relationship and that bond um, to just being like another website, you know? (laughs) So, um, but yes, I have that, that is how I've pivoted. I have a website. Um, I, I, have an Instagram account. I have a Facebook account. Um, so I do as much marketing as I can on there. Um, and 
Yeah, that's, I, I'm primarily online now and it, it's been an adjustment. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely been an adjustment for me. Um, but it's obviously for the, the, the better and for the best. I, I know e-commerce is like one of the biggest industries ever. Um, and so it, it's pushing my comfort zone, which is exactly what I need. And it allows me to serve way more people just looking at my orders. And um, I, I would only have been able to serve those random people who might have stopped at my table or my booth. And now I'm able to serve all these people. I, sometimes I look at my, um, my app, it shows me all these different um, all the different locations that people are, are coming from, looking from where I'm shipping to and all the different states. And it's just, it's such a moment where I'm grateful that um, not for the things that are happening, but for my ability to pivot and make these changes that allow me to serve better. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. And I mean, you hit the nail on the head because, you know, like us being across the country from each other, yeah. the only way I would have been able to get access to your product is online, you know, um, yeah. and prior to, you know, purchasing body butter from you, the one that I had um, purchased most recently, I had gotten um, from a farmer's market. And then when that farmer's market, you know, shut down, then I was like, oh, well, let me look at their website. And so I was able to get it that way. And so again, it just kind of expands and opens your line up to so many more people. And like you said, you're able to serve more people than you would be able to locally. So yeah, definitely pros and cons with, you know, oh, everything. It's all, it's all pros, honestly. It's just the only con is my comfort level. <laughs> but that that's, that's it. It's, it's just, it's really beautiful when you look at it, the, the ability that we have today is unmatched to any other time. Any other time in history, we would have been out of options. Mm -hmm. We are able to, even despite a shutdown and all of these different things that we're going through, we're still able to carry on with so much consistency. You know, it's crazy that you did find someone else as well, but now you have options for, clean skincare you have you know what I mean like you can not leave your house and still have these things brought to your door mm -hmm. which is something that we didn't have decades prior yeah so it's 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 really beautiful that we're able to experience this now and not be limited whereas before who knows how many people would have been starving to not be able to go you know what I mean mm -hmm not be able to sell their products, not be able to do these things. You know, I'm still able to carry on with my business and serve people. People are still able to get served. So it's, it's miraculous. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, while the in-person face-to-face communication and conversations and all that, you know, have shifted, you know, thank goodness for the fact that we can have face-to-face -face conversations with people still, you know, through technology and all that, because, energy is so important, you know, being able to make those connections are so important, you know, and um, having that personal story and that personal touch, which, you know, your business um, thrives on, you know, it's, it's so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So tell everybody, good segue that you mentioned, you have a website and Instagram. So tell everybody all the things where they can follow you and connect yeah. with you. 
Um, so on Instagram, I'm at Love Energy Nature. Um, it's the same on Facebook. Love Energy Nature is the page. Um, and my website is www.loveenergynature.com. Awesome. Well, <laughs> this conversation has been just so rich and so amazing. And I want to thank you so much for sharing your story um, with our listeners. And I just want to wish you all the best with your business and much continued success to you. Thank you. And I want to thank you for having me. I want to thank you for this opportunity. Um, not only do I appreciate the opportunity to spread my message, but honestly, just to speak about it, it gives me so much, <laughs> so much joy. Yeah. It, it's really a passion of mine. And even if I get like two seconds to talk about it, it makes my day. <laughs> so I'm so grateful. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your schedule. Thank you for choosing me. Thank you for your time and patience and all the things, your interests. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Wow, what an amazing conversation. I am so pumped up and so fired up. And I just love Jolena's enthusiasm and passion for what she does. And it feels so good to hear someone really believe in what they do and stand by it. And so I hope that if you have learned anything from this episode, it's the importance of taking care of our skin the way that we would take care of any of our prized possessions. Make it a priority. So I hope that you have enjoyed this podcast and do me a favor subscribe, share it with your family, friends, and loved ones, anyone that you think could benefit from this information. And thank you for supporting the Harmonious Living Podcast. Have a beautiful and blessed day. Peace and love to you.